0: Treats me good Don't know why I should love her She's lying when she says I love you I know it, but what am I to do Though she makes me cry I don't care for I love her Once I laughed and love Thought it all wrong Then she came along Like a new song Now I sing a blue song my woman, she has a heart of stone. Not human, but she must be my own. Till the day I die, I'll be loving my woman.
1: for tuning in. This is Student Radio Mastered on RTV 107.5 FM and you were just listening to a song by Al Bully, My Woman. Uh, and the reason for that is because we've got two hopping Lindys uh, in the <laughs> studio. Can you please introduce yourself?
2: Hi, we are indeed two hopping Lindys. I've never heard that before, <laughs> but I love it. Shyam, I'm definitely going to steal it. <laughs> so we are two Lindy Hoppers, two swing dancers. My name is Yulia. Uh, and uh, I have with me Danai.
3: Hello. Um, yeah, the Hopping Lindy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are both uh, dancers. We are both uh, running the, the scene here in Maastricht. Well, mostly Julia. Um, mm. And yeah, we're mostly here to discuss the story of jazz, swing music, and Lindy Hop, of course, and us as the team as Swing Out Maastricht. Exactly.
2: That's what we're here for. So we're super happy that you're having us today. We want to tell you guys a little bit about what is Lindy Up? Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Um, the connection to swing jazz. So We will talk a lot about the music that we're going to play. We've prepared some nice tunes for you. Um, and yeah, where can you Lindy Up in Maastricht? So we are from Swing Up Maastricht, as I already mentioned. We are organizing there, teaching there. I've been, uh, I've fallen in love with Lindy Hop in 2016, back in Vienna, and I've been in Maastricht now for four years and have been teaching and organizing mm. Lindy Hop here for four years.
3: Wow. Yeah. So, what exactly do you organize? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we organize
2: all kinds of events. We organize, obviously, also dance classes, so we sh- try to share our love for the dance, right, and um, introduce other people to it. If you're interested, I'm Already going to say it right away. On the 21st of September, we have a free open taster class Mm -hmm. at uh, the Plain. So actually just down the road from this beautiful studio we are in here today. So you can just come by. I think doors are at 7, 7.30. Get a drink. Beers are cheap there. And then, yeah, you can get a free taster class. Have a bit. Move your own body. Get the hopping Lindy in your feeling, (laughs) in your body, (laughs) and see if it's for you. But we, yeah, usually we have weekly social dances where we just basically meet up a bunch of people Mm -hmm. that love uh, listening to the music and love dancing together. And yeah, we also organize a Lindy Hop festival, but we're going to talk also about this a little bit more a little later. Um, well, first of all, I wanted to ask you, Danai, what about the song that we just heard? Oh, my song. Woman.
3: Yeah, oh, this beautiful. is one of my favorites. Actually, my sister's favorite. Oh. I use it all the time. Um, so this is Al Bowley. He was a very big artist back in the 20s. He was an actor. He was a singer. And mm-hmm. one of the best things and why we chose actually the song is because um, many people might recognize the riff at the beginning, the intro, because it has been sampled so many times. And so the most many recent times. and most famous one is Dua Lipa. Uh, quite recently. cannot remember the name, unfortunately, of the song uh, that uh, she made, but uh, it has been sampled also in the 90s. Um, and altogether it really shows how contemporary jazz is. Yeah, and hope, sure. no matter what, swing music. Mm. So it has been sampled again and again and again by hip-hop, uh, by house, by disco music, mm. and you can see the influence everywhere. And that happens a lot with urban culture Mm-hmm. Um and Lindy hop and swing is part of urban. Tell us tonight, why is this so close to your heart? Oof, so many things. <laughs> um so from my Let's say Lindy Hope identity. I started dancing uh, in 2013 when I was just 17 years old. I absolutely fell in love, just like you. Mm. Um, And devoted many, many years of my life Mm. just doing that. It's a a trap, people. It's It's a a rabbit hole. It's a fantastic rabbit hole, though. Mm. I mean, it's cardio. (laughs) First and foremost, so that is great. So keep that doing. Um, And it's just the music is fantastic. And what really attracted me, apart from uh, obviously the, the movement and uh, how interesting the scene was, it was the the history. Mm. And it's not just history of the music's history, it's political history. yeah, And yeah. it really has to do with race, it really has to do with heritage, and especially during the times that we're living. Mm. Um, Talking about these things are so crucial and recognizing who brought these things that we're enjoying so much now, it's so important. You cannot pay enough homage to all these people. For sure. So I started researching this a bit more um and i actually started here in maastricht i did my arts and heritage masters and uh, now i became researcher as well so i'm really researching on issues of heritage and uh, respect and colonialism Uh, not my uh field per se but it has been definitely (laughs) one of my interests of researching Mm -hmm. and jazz history definitely and I mean, Lindy comes from slave dancing. Yeah, it it starts in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It starts in the Congo Square. It starts with a cakewalk that um, the slaves got dressed in white people's clothes and pretended mm-hmm. to be white people just to mock them. Exactly. And the white people didn't understand that that was actually mockery. Yes, and they were like, "Yay, let's, keep <laughs> let's on do going. it!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Weird dynamics back then, well. Exactly. And then you have this incredible music starting from those bells and the African drums in Congo Square Mm -hmm. developing into piano, developing into guitar and the washboards and Mm -hmm. having this insane music started with Dixieland and then going to swing
2: yeah the poly rhythms of the African music Mm -hmm. really coming in here and coming in strong and beautifully so I would suggest we listen to another song and then we can also see a little bit how the music developed so we were now in the 1920s and now we're going to which year? 30s?
3: late 20s 20s. early 30s
2: okay let's go
4: And when you say you'll stay, that's when you go. You're undecided now, so what are you gonna do? I've been sitting on the fence, and it doesn't make much sense, cause you keep me in suspense, and you Then you promise to return, when you don't I really burn. Well, I guess I'll never learn, and I show it. If you got a heart, and if you're kind, then don't keep us apart, make up your mind. You're undecided now, so what are you gonna do?
1: Fantastic, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RT 107.5 FM and in the studio today we've got Swing Out Maastricht or well, reps from Swing Out Maastricht.
3: Hello. Hi. Hello.
1: Yeah, and the, and the song we just listened to was uh, was called Undecided also from the album yeah, uh, Undecided. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Indeed.
3: Yeah. This is uh, Chick Webb, the Chick Webb Orchestra and a very young Ella Fitzgerald hmm. which is fantastic because it's early. The early raw voice of Fitzgerald. Um, and many people don't know it, but Ella Fitzgerald actually inherited the orchestra after Chig Webb died. He gave her the orchestra and he was one of the first ones that um, actually introduced her to the scene. Um, Loss of history there. It's so exciting. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So let's talk about the, the dancers that.
2: Yeah. like to dance to chick web so we're in the late 20s early 30s right now yeah exactly and we are basically transitioning a little bit in location we're going from new orleans to harlem
3: exactly so you're going from new orleans to new york uh, especially harlem a black neighborhood and what is happening there is this boom of the dance so Before in the 20s, most people know it obviously from maybe also the carnival costumes, you have Charleston. (laughs) So then the partner dancing of Charleston that was really close to each other starts opening out and starts Mm. getting a bit more motion. So um, the people start swinging around and uh, you hear it with the music too huh if you
2: if you listen to the first and the second song stuff gets a bit more Mm -hmm. yeah upbeat more swingy
3: yeah rhythm changes and then you have people starting dancing this kind of dance it's called lindy hop in the big dance floors in harlem the most important one the savoy so it's funny it's called Lindbergh because they asked one of the dancers there uh, Shorty George. Yeah, I think it was Shorty George. I think George, it yes. was, yeah. Um why is it what is this uh dance called and he was just thinking of Lindbergh the astronaut and he was like, well it's a Lindy Hop. Pilot <laughs> the pilot of yeah. astronaut Pilot because he yeah. he just um um, right, basically, pilot, crossed pilot, pilot. crossed yeah. a
2: big pond exactly. with a plane. Yeah, First guy, the big it. jump, the big hop. Ah, right,
1: that's why it's called the Hop. Exactly, and so they like the hot.
2: the newspaper titled. Lindy did the hop or something like that
3: because he flew over there, which is super random. Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden, it's Lindy Hop. And you have... So think about nowadays that you have people doing... Well, they used to do the dub and uh, all these kind of dances that are going on, like the TikTok dances, let's say. This was the Lindy Hop of the time. Mm. And people were doing it everywhere. uh, And people were doing it in the dance floors and they would wear their best clothes and go to the Savoy. And the Savoy is so important because... First of all, it created the big generation of the Lindy Hop dancers, but also, from a sociopolitical perspective, it was one of the very few, or or maybe the only one, the only dance floor that white and black people could dance together. Mm. Uh, That's actually where Dean Martin learned how to dance, and he brought the swing and the Lindy Hop to the East Coast. He learned it from the black dancers in Harlem. And uh, it's incredible also for the musical history, so one of my favorite... Uh, anecdotes let's say it's not an anecdote but one of my favorite stories from this era is the fight for the king of swing Mm. uh, between Chick Webb and uh, Benny Goodman so Benny Goodman became very famous obviously because he was white Mm -hmm. so it was much easier to brand him it was much easier to advertise Mm. him and people could pay him because they couldn't pay black people (laughs) um, or allow them actually in clubs and then Chick Webb was like nah I am the king of swing, I am rocking the Savoy every mm-hmm. night. So they actually created like this um, arrangement of fighting for it and whoever who made the band swing the biggest, not the band, I'm sorry. The, the dancers, dancers. swing the uh, hardest, they would be the king of swing. There is no king of swing. Benny Goodman says he's the king of swing. Chick Webb says he's the king of swing. Nobody ever decided. Uh, it really <laughs> it depends on who you ask. <laughs> uh, I go for chick web <laughs> personal preference, <Yes>. I guess,
2: <laughs> yeah, so let's talk a little bit about um um dancers that you know came up in the Savoy room
3: mm-hmm. um, yeah, white is hoppers if you want to go check Hel a Poppin and you will r- see everything about it, one of the best videos ever created um, yeah. and I guess we can go to the next song and then discuss a bit more about the dancers.
2: Let's do that. Let's listen to Cap Callloway.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Folks, now here's a story about Minnie the Moocher. She was a red hot hoochie coocher. She was the roughest, toughest rail. But Minnie had a heart as big as a hay whale. howdy ho holy, ho Loved him though he was cooky. He took her down to Chinatown. He showed her how to kick the gong around. Showed her how to kick the gong. He gave her things that she was needing He gave her a home, built of gold and steel A diamond car with a platinum wheel Waddy woody What Waddy woody away? Oh, baby Oh, baby Waddy woody you? Howdy
6: ho Howdy ho
5: Now he gave her his townhouse and his racing horses. Each meal she ate was a dozen courses. She had a million dollars worth of nickels and dimes. And she sat around and counted them all a million times.
1: Thanks for tuning in. This is Student Radio Maastricht on RRTV nine one oh seven point five FM <laughs> If you remember. If you remember. <laughs> oh now that you've tuned in. <laughs> and in the studio we've got Ma- Swing Out Maastricht. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Julia yeah. from Swing Out Maastricht. I'm here with Danai from Swing Out Maastricht. Hello. And we keep on pushing all those linear up swing dance facts towards you. Yes. For the time remaining. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about the dancers that mm-hmm. came up in this Savoy Ballroom the Whitey's mm-hmm. Lindy Hoppers yeah just basically is a is a troupe of dancers mm-hmm. um i would say like the most famous one is probably Frankie Manning yes and um there is also Norma Miller mm. that um we are both really big fans of yeah the queen of swing the queen of swing is what they call her and they actually in the Whitey's Lindy Hoppers they really really contributed to like this really huge phase of swing so now we are talking about tiktok dances mainstream the next level that we are having now for the swing era is like really the hollywood era exactly so we're seeing um this dance represented in movies and even more importantly black people black dancers black artists represented in movies yeah, yeah. Maybe a little disclaimer, so it doesn't sound too much like a fairy tale. Mm. They were cut out in some states, in some areas. Those dance scenes were cut out because yeah. you couldn't show black people. Exactly. Um,
3: not only, um, we just mentioned before the break, oh, not the break, I'm sorry, <laughs> the music break, mm-hmm. uh, Hell's a Popping. So it's yes. pretty much one of the most important videos uh, ever in the history of Hop, because it's the fastest hardest, best living that you can get. People are jumping, Amazing. they are flying. It's fantastic. You have the creme de la creme. But it's incredible when you look at the video. It comes from the movie that's called Hell's a Pop in 1941. It's a slapstick comedy. Um, if you're into slapstick, sure, why not? Give mm-hmm. it a shot. Uh, when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, okay, I'm really just here for the dancing. Um, but... If you look at the scene that they're dancing, everybody's wearing clothes like a, they are a plumber, or a baker, and maid. maid. And it's interesting because this is strictly because you couldn't present black people mm-hmm. in any other way than mm. just proletariats S- and workers. Service. Yeah, exactly. So you, the only case that you have black people being seen as black people is in black exploitation films mm-hmm. that is just only black uh, um, actors, black producers, so for example we have the incredible Stormy Weather with Lena Thorne yes. and the Nicholas Brothers, Cap Calloway playing there, we just listened to him with the, with the Moocher. Um, but with the Hollywood era, some movies, yeah, they're there, Groucho Marx, so, um, as well actually the Marx Brothers with The Day of the Races, you can also see the whiteest Lenny Hoppers there, But Overall, the big Lenny Hop stars were the white ones: Dean Martin, Fred Astaire, DJ Rogers. But these people learned from the black people. Yeah. Fred Astaire always said that I, he just wanted to look like the Nicholas Brothers. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. The Nicholas Brothers, if you if you watch videos of them, Nicholas Brothers with the C, put it on uh, YouTube. It's crazy. I it's l- amazing. Yeah. They're like flying through the air. It's tap, so mm-hmm. also closely related. Yeah, I just wanted to say. Um, closing up on this, it's it's kind of the same as it is with uh, jazz, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's the same with jazz music and jazz dance in that regards. It's really coming from those black communities. It's also, I mean, if you haven't uh, done the math of what we were saying, li- but Lindyop is very much an urban dance, a street mm-hmm. dance, coming out of those black communities, yeah. and also laying the groundwork for the house dances we have, the hip hop dances we have. We see moves coming back there mm-hmm. that that you know originate from this era and I think it's beautiful. Yeah. In today's dancing you have, you know, house dancers that are coming back to do Lindy Hop, and, you know, mm-hmm. fusing those dances and it's, it's beautiful. Whoa, it's crazy good. Mm-hmm. So it's um, yeah, it's um. so we, we talk about, the, we will talk about the future a little bit after the next song but I think for for now let's listen a little bit to Count Basie and how he changes mm-hmm. the way of yeah. playing
3: swing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, incredible Gowan Basing one of the biggest names in big band history. Yeah. And he just, it's incredible. I enjoy. <laughs>
1: Phones are on, and thanks for tuning in.
2: <laughs> what a lovely jingle you have! <laughs> thank you, thanks, thanks,
1: thanks to Dennis. Uh, shout out to Dennis for uh, for composing that Deni- thank for you, composing that jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in the studio, we're talking about um, Swing Out, Maastricht and the, mm, this is a history of um, jazz, swing jazz, Lindy Hope exactly. I think it's it's really packed with information, and I'm loving the amount of details you're giving about about this about these tracks.
2: Yeah,
3: the um, night is just like filled with that fun fact. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just when you nerd out for a job <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for a living. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually um, good to clarify that swing is a music, Lindy Hop is a dance. Yeah. So for people that are like, Oh, what is Hop?" They have been mentioning Hop all this time. It's a dance. So you just dance Hop to the swing music. And exactly. It's, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean
2: basically, yeah, you you can say there are also swing dances, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a bit of a broader family. Yeah. yeah. Where there are also some other dances mm-hmm. like Shag, exactly. for example, yeah. Balboa they also um, like
3: Yeah, Boogie Woogie Woogie. Carolina, Shag, Carolina I mean, Shag. Shag, Which is one of my favorites. I mean not a dance, but historically because it was created like that so you can keep your beer in one hand and dance with the other <laughs> this is so amazing do you like the the, the shuffling
2: you know yes. oh that's my favorite move because i can hold my beer all the time
3: but yeah exactly so that's also i think the shuffling that we do now in techno festivals well a lot this mm. comes actually as an actual step from lindy hop and jazz so you know it all connects the
1: dots
2: connect <laughs> the it dots all
3: connect. adds up
2: amazing it's
1: definitely becoming a lot more interesting <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that If someone did think about this oh uh, yeah of course <laughs> uh, I mean yeah it's uh, black got dancing gotta groove while you drink <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 there's got the time for everything I mean, hey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm
2: gonna teach you when we're done
3: <laughs> I think we
2: just got some to get into our taster class our taster class 21st of September Sinteresia playing, check it out, Swing Up Maastricht. We have a website, a Facebook page, an Instagram page. Sham will be there, Mm -hmm. trying to hold his drink while he dances. (laughs) (laughs) And it's
3: really for everybody. It doesn't really matter the age. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if you have danced before in your life. Uh, Mm. Just come there. If you don't have a partner to dance with, we're gonna pretty much find you somebody.
2: So just really
3: come
2: yeah and i actually like maybe that's a good time to talk about that Mm -hmm. you know what i really love about the community that we have here that we've kind of built up over the years is that um it's really mixed yeah like i think it started out when i came here four years ago it was you know, a big part of it was students, just mm-hmm. international students. But I think recently we have a lot of Maastrichts people, a yeah. lot of local people. We have different ages. You know, we don't, we we're not like just a twenty-something and mm. some things, and that's it. But we really have, you know, up to um, I think there is this couple that comes from Belgium for our social dances, and I think they're in the sixties. Mm. They're lovely really good dances, both of them. So we have all kinds of different ages, different backgrounds. Some people, you know, have been coming for years, other people just come for a couple of months and then, you know, they move on. Mm -hmm.
3: And it's a very
2: inclusive, I would say, community.
3: Yeah, exactly. And. Here, I loved it really when I came to Maastricht because the community is real like a family. Mm. And uh, many people. We are not that many, so <laughs> <laughs> get to stick together. Yeah, it's really cozy um, in a very nice way. And. Um, Coming here in Maastricht, uh, not knowing anybody, and that's that might be the experience of many of the students that are arriving now. And all of a sudden, finding a place that everybody has the same passion mm. and you can share this passion—it's yeah. um, a really nice, heartwarming feeling. And also, you can meet people outside of your own faculty, which is just so yeah. nice.
2: Which is also not that easy in Maastricht, let's be honest. It's not. Yeah, I've also studied here, yeah. and
3: it's with like
2: yeah, it's the people you study with or mm.
3: nobody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's a it's another discussion as well, like yeah, all, all of a sudden, okay, yeah, we're in the Netherlands, and mostly white people, and we're dancing yeah. in innehof, so yeah, for sure, yeah, a matter of identity, it's quite important, yeah,
2: yeah, I think what we what we try to do in our classes, which you know in itself is kind of a weird construct because we're kind of taking this urban dance yeah. and we're putting it in, in like a class setting and we're suddenly mm-hmm. teaching it as if it was so, um, you know like some kind of ballroom waltz yeah, or whatever ballet. ballet or whatever so that in itself is already kind of a little bit of a contradiction but it's the way that you know the the only way that we or I know how to keep the sense alive and this passion alive, so what we try to do is is we really try to inform our students, so we will definitely make this this episode in mandatory listen for everybody that attends <laughs> classes. <laughs> no, we just we just try to really, you know, bring back um, the history. Where does this mm-hmm. come from? Why is Lindy political? Huh? Why mm-hmm. can you not just... Uh, or at least, you know, that's my my very stance because I know in the Lindy community there has been discussions about that. Mm-hmm. My stance is that if you practice an art form that comes out of um, the suppression yeah. of, you know, a whole people then it is inherently political if you disagree Mm -hmm. with that so that's I think the way I would like to put it so um, we try to foster those conversations and to just educate those our students and to make them ask questions and I think it's also important to say that we don't don't tolerate any form of discrimination, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, yep. that would be very double standard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that being said, that that took a serious turn. I didn't intend that. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that being said, like, I, what actually happened with uh, Swing Music and with Lindy Hop? Because we've now just been in Hollywood. Like, mm-hmm. stuff is going great. Why is it not still going oh, great?
3: Yeah. So... That's a very interesting question, and if you can remember something that happened in the 40s that it was really a big event, it was the Second World War, <laughs> so all Sorry. of a sudden… I'm uh, Austrian, so I kind of <laughs> feel compelled <comfortable>, to… <so>. No. <laughs> I'm uh, Yeah, my Greek identity saves me from this one. but. Um, <laughs> Yeah so second world war and many of the male dancers are being drafted so they mm. leave overseas and then it's just the the women having to keep the fort and obviously the the swing music and the dancing falls into decay. so mm. there's nobody really to stay there and preserve it some of the women did uh, it and we have to really like mention Norma Miller here again she's yeah. like has been i um, mean she passed away unfortunately She kept the fort going Mm. forever. She never did any other job apart from being a performer. Mm -hmm. And that really brought everything into decay and brought Lini Hope into obscurity. And then Mm. around the 90s, the revival starts. So Mm. people start looking at Lini Hope again. And most importantly, um, an important part of the history is that this. Sweden, a Swedish scene started it. Mm-hmm. So there were some nerds like me <laughs> uh, in the '90s that saw all these movies and were like, "We need to find these dancers."
2: Yeah, well, ba- so basically those movies, those recordings have just been sitting somewhere, and then archives were opened, I mm-hmm. think in the 80, 80, late '80s, early '90s, and then some some Swedish guys, just mm-hmm. guys and girls, just yeah. got their hands on it, and were like oh, what's this, that looks cool.
3: Yeah, exactly. And they did contact the dancers. Um, If I remember correctly, the first dancer that they managed to find was Fired Nicholas from Mm -hmm. the Nicholas Brothers. But the one that really, really brought everything back into the light was Frankie Manning. Shout out Frankie. Yeah, uh, biggest name in the Hop community, Best dancer, and everybody says so. So they contacted him and like, "You're Frankie Manning the dancer." I was like, "No, I'm Frankie Manning the postman," because <laughs> he <laughs> totally forgot his identity of a dancer. And then yeah. they brought him all the way to Sweden from New York.
2: But you have to also see, like, from Frankie's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. He was he was round for the war, so yep. he went off. Yeah, he came back, and when he came back, basically everybody was already dancing to rock and roll, right? Yeah. times times changed. So he was like all right then, guess I'm going to be a
3: mailman. Exactly, yes. Uh, so he comes back to Sweden, and then the revival starts. He starts giving classes, he starts giving history lectures. He wrote, uh, there is an incredible biography of Frankie Manning, and the history, of course, of Lenny Hope and swing. Um, it's called Frankie Manning. <laughs> um, and from that day on, really, there is this big scene of Lenny Hoppers going on. So it's actually incredible. How many lindy hoppers there are? Where you can find them? Um, in each town, <laughs> each little village, most of the times you Everywhere. can find them. Yeah. And, and they're not hiding on the rocks, huh? No. They're
2: like, no, no, no. they're there. Yeah. I think if you put in Lindy Hop and then Random City you're visiting, you're going to mm-hmm. find a scene. Yeah. Which is, I think, really, really nice. It's very, very connecting. And um, yeah, it all started back then in the in the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. And now now it is back and it is back to stay because obviously the music bangs. So it makes <laughs> sense that you kind of want to move to that. Mm. And um, yeah, yeah that's also why we are here Swing Swinger Maastricht and I think I, I want to talk a little bit how Swinger Maastricht came to be mm-hmm. but maybe let's listen to this amazing song next El, uh, Duke Ellington yeah. if I'm not mistaken the Duke you the see Duke. we had Count Basie and now we're having Duke Ellington <laughs> all the
3: royalty
1: <laughs> in a right. mellow
6: tone <laughs>
1: Back and thanks for tuning in. This is Student Radio Maastricht mm-hmm. on RT one hundred seven point five FM. In this video we've got um, yeah to to Lindy. Swing Hoppers. Maastricht. Swing out Maastricht. Yeah. yeah. So how did that happen?
2: Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> well, actually, I, I got to be one hundred percent honest. This is like um, secondhand now. What I'm what I'm telling you guys because I wasn't around. Like when I came here, Swing up Maastricht was already here. Um, it was in in twenty fifteen a dancer named Kati, Kati uh, Gentili, I think her name is. She basically arrived in Maastricht. She's still, by the way, she's still giving lessons, still going strong, still teaching and competing and dancing um, her heart out. So basically, Kati and um, Karen um, came to Maastricht and they were like, oh, such a shame that there is no local linear community there because they were already dancers, right? So they were ha- already have been dancing for years and they were like, Hmm, you know what? Let's just make our own community, and that's how it started. So basically, it just started with a Facebook group. There was a Facebook group.
3: There's always a Facebook group. And exactly,
2: yeah, yeah. Especially in 2015, there was like you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> really that kind of time. And so what happened is then Claire found that Facebook group who was happens to be also a Lindy hopper that came to Maastricht and uh, wanted you know to find some local dancing and basically those three connected and then it turned out that claire is a really good lead and um karen and Katy, you know dance follow and Katy dances a lot of solo jazz so basically that's how Swing Up Maastricht came to be with just the three of them. And they started to do a beginner's course. They were sitting around like every every week, once a week, every Wednesday, sometimes by themselves, just making sure stuff comes and starts up, giving beginners' classes, just beginners' classes in the beginning, because obviously there was mm-hmm. you know, there were was no one to teach around. And then um and that's basically the origin story and then yeah, I can tell a little bit about that that the time when i arrived here in maastricht so i arrived in in like 2018 and i found swing at maastricht and at that point in time i've been dancing like two years in vienna and i was like really you know i was really on the way down to the rabbit Mm -hmm. hole i was like super motivated and i come to swing at maastricht and i meet claire and karen and everyone and i'm like ah this is amazing and da 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 and they're like yeah could you help us teach? Because, you know, we need more people to teach. So I was like, yeah, that sounds sounds really good. But then the sad part of the story kicks in, which is that um, Karen actually had to leave the Netherlands because of visa issues and her job and those kind of things. So basically, I arrived and she had to leave, I think, like four weeks later. Hmm. So it was a very emotional moment where she basically, you know, in a way handed me the torch, you know, to keep on going. So together with Claire... Um, we've been keeping this up and obviously not just the two of us because by that point in time we already had like a really nice group of people that help everything is volunteer based we are a non-profit Um, and keeping things up and then uh, Claire also you know life happens she got kids she got a promotion and (laughs) she's very busy so basically um, after Of the initial team there is nobody left but um, they are still with us in heart and we still have um, we still have actually karen um helping us out with things karen is an is an illustrator and she she did the logo for our for our next festival Mm -hmm. and yeah really nice lindia maas it's called we are organizing a festival here in here in maastricht in October and so yeah Karen is still with us in heart Claire and Katie as well Um, very very supportive but yeah until now we, we came a long way we are we are able to give like three different levels of Lindy Hop lessons and yeah very very happy to have that so I would suggest we listen to another song this one is beautiful Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald
1: let's uh let's do it
2: The way
7: you wear your hat, the way you sip your tea, the memory of all that, no, no, they can't take that away. The way your smile just beams The way you sing off key The way you haunt my dreams No, no, they can't take that away from me We may never, never meet again On the bumpy road The way you've changed my life No, no, they can't take that away from me No, they can't take that away from me The
8: way you wear your hat The way you sip your tea The memory of all
6: that
8: No, no, they can't take that away from me The way your smile just beams The way you sing all key The way you haunt my dreams No, no, they can't take that away from me we may never, never meet again on the bumpy road to love. Still, I always, always keep the memory of the way you hold your knife, the way we dance till three, the way you change my life. Take that away from me. No, they can't take that away from me. Swing it, boys.
1: What a song! What a song indeed. (laughs) Yeah, there was um, there was Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: that album is just soft butter on a warm piece of bread Mm. it's incredible delicious (laughs) Delicious. or vegan butter if that's your jam (laughs) or (laughs) gluten-free bread if that's your jam. (laughs) exactly we don't discriminate here (laughs) (laughs) we want all of you (laughs) as long as you
2: come dance we don't discriminate yeah exactly
3: Uh,
2: yeah Yeah, beautiful ella and and louis
3: you know Mm. really one of the go-tos also me to play in class and yeah, yeah. exactly actually that's, that has been one of the things that we have been discussing off air um just that you know um we don't really think about who's going to teach and what we don't keep really any certain general. let's say we just mentioned before yeah. the lead and the follow but that doesn't really have to mean that the leader is the man the follow is the woman
2: no yeah. no not at all yeah. and i think it's also so yeah, there are a couple of aspects it. you know, I just mentioned all those names before that I was talking about, our founding mothers of Swing on Maastricht. Yeah, I mean, they also had to lead and follow. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, going going back in time the Danai told us about during Second World War when the men were basically sent of fighting and the women weren't because it was like this back in the days, then you know what they did? Like the women just dance with each other and the men just dance with each other. Yeah. You know, that didn't, that didn't kill the vibe for them. Yeah. So it's very much there that this is not necessarily tied to any gender or any yeah. constructed gender. Like honestly, for me personally, I dance both roles. Mm-hmm. I love them equally. And for me, the most amazing dance is when I can switch roles during the dance. When I dance with another person that dances also both roles, it really becomes a conversation. You can think of it as two instruments in a jazz song you know sharing a, a solo yeah. sharing the spotlight you kind of start to converse with each other just because somebody is called a leader it doesn't mean they are leading all the time mm-hmm. just yeah. because it's called a follow you know it's kind of those things that we that we start out with because we need some kind of structure when we learn <coughs> new stuff but it's um, definitely something that is fluid that is Open, that is a conversation, and uh, that shouldn't, in my opinion, and I also try to carry this through in the classes that I give, that shouldn't, you know, construct you or restrict you to anything like that. So I'm usually always say, okay, a lead is, is usually initiating a move, a follow is following or finishing off the moves. But the more you progress and mm-hmm. the more
3: you dance within the
2: music, the less this becomes important.
3: And it's all in the music, exactly what you s- just said. Um, whatever you listen on the music that's what you do you're not waiting for you ain't waiting for a leader you ain't (laughs) waiting for no one (laughs) you just go (laughs) Um, but it's also like even before the the war when they got drafted um, you see in the 20s even uh, Charleston being danced between two women or two men and then you also have uh, videos from the Savoy that uh, men are dancing amongst them Mm. and this is this is beautiful right we're thinking about this Stupid patriarchal things, no, uh, no like this Gender stupid normativity or like, mm. oh yeah, I'm gonna dance with a woman. Huh. It's just like I wanna dance, I'm gonna dance. Exactly, and that is it. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna dance with five people if I want to, and, and that's I'm gonna uh, dance with two people. That's the pure
2: joy of dancing, you know, just yeah. just sharing whatever flows to your body. You see that we don't have that much time left, and we still have two songs that we really want to play. Mm. So let's go to to Salt Peanuts.
3: Salt Peanuts, this is Gillespie, mm-hmm. some good old bebop.
6: Peanuts, salt peanuts. peanuts.
3: What a song! Salt, is peanuts, lesby? Salt, this is incredible actually because uh, this is the birth of house as well so it immediately went into this not immediately well uh, but the bebop dance went to this house UK jazz actually yeah so um, during the late 40s 50s after the big bang uh, big band era um, the musicians were quite tired with playing for the uh, dancers, so they were like, we're gonna play for ourselves, and then you have Charlie Parker and you have Dizzy Gillespie, like, we're gonna play fast. Go so that's how Bebop started, and they would go to these real joints and they would actually have signs saying no dancing allowed and uh, it's funny because people figured out how to dance to it and that's house that's uh, UK jazz um, there again, you go people great great piece of music there you
2: go yeah we just want to uh, thank you Donai for all this super nice historical input I just wanted to close off by saying 21st of September Swing Up Maastricht follow us on Facebook Instagram we have a website 21st of September just come by see how swing dancing goes and very last remark is we are listening now to Reverend Juke shuffling cool. and rolling. This is a modern time band, so swing is alive and kicking. The parties are amazing. You can listen to the Reverend Juke live. They're, they're
3: from Belgium, right? They're from Ghent. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah they play uh, regularly live. Really good. Enjoy. Thanks Enjoy. for having us. Thank you. Yes, and
1: don't forget to tune in next Wednesday from six to eight. Thank you. Bye. Bye.